what's happening? This is John Fitch, and I know nothing. And we're doing it again, Sunday night. Sunday night, there were fights. There were, there were great fights. There were great fights. Uh, there was the uh, Garcia. The Garcia fight was on, but I did not watch it. I When I finally look, go went to look for it, um, and they were already announcing him as the winner. I think it was eight rounds. He knocked the guy out. Um, didn't catch it because there was so much other great uh, violence going on that I was enthralled with. I had a double TV set up, and then I had uh, another monitor over set up for my, my kid to play his video games. It was an action-packed, entertainment-filled night over here at the Fitch household. But, yeah, we didn't have room for the, the Garcia fight. And it was kind of interesting because he had – it's kind of like he's having some beef with Bernard Hopkins and Oscar De La Hoya representing him. And, you know, I think it's just another good case of with boxing, you know. He's, he's disagreeing with his promoters, but they still can't – they can't bench him. They can't – they can't deny him fights. They can't, you know, even if they say bad things about him. Like, he can say what he wants back. It's good. It's a good thing. It's healthy. But I watched Bare Knuckles. Bare Knuckles was great. I was very pleased with the Bare Knuckles. I was disappointed in the fact that uh, Todd Duffy's fight did get pulled. Uh, his fight with Ben Rothwell. Rothwell said he had COVID, but Duffy uh, – had a sneaking suspicion that really uh, been been lost to Thanksgiving. He lost the fight of Thanksgiving. That's what that's what uh, Todd was thinking. Of. He probably wasn't going to make weight. That's a big man. That's a big. That's a big person. That's a really big person. You know, he's like, mm, man, that, that heavyweight <laughs> threshold is just a little too low. I'm going to have a hard time. That's wild. That's wild. But then, why we need to have that that super giant weight class, don't we? There needs to be three heavyweights: two twenty-five, two eighty-five, and then anything above two eighty-five. That's what I'm saying. We need to have X heavyweight, XX heavyweight. And triple X heavyweight. That's what needs to happen. We got the blue ribbon out tonight, guys, for champs. Um, yeah, guys. So with bare knuckles, let's talk about the bare knuckles. Should I share? I'll share the screen because there were there were some remarkable um, fights that I really did enjoy with the bare knuckles. Where's the thing? All right, I'm going to share screens. This is the one I think there it is. Bazinga. All righty. Uh, let's do this. Can I fit on there? No, let's do that. There it is. <coughs> All righty. We had a uh, it was action-packed night. Started off with Schultz and Hilton. Um What we have Hilton with the uh, first round TKO, Dr. Stoppage. I think there was a little nasty cut 
involved in that. Bradshaw with the knockout over Dennison. First round also. That's what this that these uh with these fights, you get a lot of knockouts. You get a lot of knockouts for two minute two minute rounds. Um that uh Rodriguez and uh Vandermeer. This was a good fight. Uh, I've seen Vandermeer fight before. He looks like he's kind of built for bare knuckles. He's got a good style for bare knuckles. And he always fights hard. But Rodriguez was just too much. Overwhelmed him. Overwhelmed him and uh, got him out. Where is the... There it is. All right, round round two. It was a nice uh, first round, but... Rodriguez kept finding the mark. Vandermeer was not landing clean. And Rodriguez took advantage of it, man. I enjoyed that fight. So the the three preliminary card uh, that was, usually those are on YouTube free. And I'm pretty sure you can go back and watch those on YouTube right now. So you wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, wouldn't take long, <laughs> right? You can fast forward to the next fight. <laughs> I suggest you do that because these guys, these guys are fun. It's a fun fight. There are fun fights in that uh, free, um, the free undercard. Mm, got a cough there. I didn't want to cough in the mic. I got to mute it there. Ah, a little cough syrup. Um, yeah, but yeah, good fights, good fights, fun fights. Popping off into the uh, the main card, uh, Jones and Lozana. I don't think I've seen Jones fight bare knuckle before. Looks like it was his first fight. Oh one zero. Yep, and uh, Lozano, I have seen a number of times. He's two and two right now with the organization, but man, bare knuckles different. It's built different. The guys are built different. The punches land different. And Lozano has fought mixed results in MMA. And if you looked at him, you wouldn't think, "Oh, this guy's probably really, really tough fighter," right? But he's nails, dude. He's super tough. He's built for bare knuckles. Certain guys are just more built. I think that's why uh, Perry is having such success right now. It's just a different type of fight, different type of attitude, and um, you know, I, I'm I don't know if it's like there's more precision, if it's a power thing, if it's a precision thing, if it's a big hand and strong hand thing, um, but guys who who move their heads a lot seem to do much better. <laughs> I, I think I think that's one of the keys. Guys who do have a lot of uh, head movement. I think Lozano had good head movement. It was hard to hit. And when Jones covered up, Lozano was able to land accurate, precise punches around the hands. Because when you don't have the gloves anymore, you don't have those gloves, you don't have as much protection. Even, even with the four ounces. Even with the four ounces, it gives a little bit. It gives a little bit. You know? But when... Uh, you don't have that. It, it, things slip around behind to the 
back of the ear, the chin, the jaw. Bad stuff happens. Bad stuff happens with the bare knuckles. Uh, so Lozano, man, he's he's uh, doing good. He's at that, what, 185 weight class. Uh, and we get into heavyweights, right? These guys would be... See, one of them was the, is the single X heavyweight, and one guy is the, the double X heavyweight. And I think that's why Moa... <laughs> Mao? Is it Mao or Moa? Mao and... Uh, he had a lot of weight on him. It was like, yeah, two thirty-five to two hundred eight. That's that's massive, man. When you twenty pounds, twenty pounds when you're carrying twenty pounds on somebody, um, and you could tell every time it, it, something landed, it was heavy because he was heavy. He's a big guy. Um, but Garcia, I don't. He didn't have much of a chance, you know. Um, they're saying Moa has not been knocked down in his career yet, so he's got a pretty good chin. But he had he had a good size advantage, good performance there. Um, and this, uh, Jeremy Stevens, Jeremy Stevens is maybe made perfect for bare knuckles too. He's one of those guys. I think I, he, I have a feeling he might shine in this, in this little, uh, bit of prize fighting, this corner of the prize fighting world because, uh, he is relentless. He hits herd. He's got pretty good head movement. He's got it, you know, still probably got a good chin. Um, and look good in this fight. I do think, though, he had size. I don't think Rivera, I don't think he's a 55-pounder. He looked, he looked smaller. He was fast. He was quick. He moved a lot. But, man, he didn't, he didn't you know, do any real damage to Stevens. I think there was one punch where Stevens kind of got stuck in place a little bit, but I don't, I don't think he had the horsepower. I did not think he had the horsepower um, to be in there with Stevens. Doctor Stoppage. I think there was what a nasty cut. But uh, Rivera was very quick, very fast, was landing. Fast, clean, but I don't think it phased Mr. Stevens at all. And this one, Adams and Terrell. I don't know what I don't know what happened with Adams. Adams is good. Adams is big, strong guy. He's one of the bigger guys in uh, bare knuckles heavyweights, um, and he performs really well. You know, he had a good fight with Belcher, uh, very close. Um, he's he's won good fights. Uh, but I think this Terrell guy was just too big. He was too big, and um, he wasn't able to hurt him enough. 
and he just kind of kept going forward. He ended up wearing himself out. I think he got KO'd from exhaustion. Adams got exhausted. He exhausted himself hitting um, this big boy. Mick Terrell. Mick Terrell. He was gigantic. He didn't have any, um, like, crazy impressive skills. He wasn't, wasn't bad. You know, he threw good, good, good punches, good solid punches, but he's a monster. He's just a beast. I didn't think he had like incredible speed um, or smoothness. Not bad in any way, but that's a big man. So I don't think he has to do a lot more. If he's able to continue and keep, you know, that level pressure, keep coming in uh land, like, it's a that's that's a hard dude to mess with. That's a big guy. That's a lot of weight. That's a lot of naked meat coming at you. Um, next up, Stuart Davis. This was a great fight. Um, I've watched Davis a number of times. He's fought a number of times for BKFC. He's always got impressive skills. He had the nice hair jobby with the old green lightning bolt. My son thought it was cool. Um, Stewart's the wrestler, and I think that gives him a huge advantage because he's not as he's unorthodox with how he approaches things. And he was very good at making Davis miss. Davis had a very hard time getting to uh, Stewart, getting his hands on him. And um, he needs he needs a lot of work on on clinch fighting stuff because there are opportunities in there he could have taken advantage of maybe when uh, – because Stewart would move around, make a miss, and then land punches and get close and then be in a, a clinch and they break it up. And he'd wash with his repeat, keep, keep moving his head, landing good punches. And um, it was good. Stewart's good. He's really tough. He's uh, fun to watch. He's high-paced. But uh, Davis just could not, Howard Davis could not get his hands on him. He was goddamn Houdini the whole night. I'm noticing a lot more fighters who switch stances. Uh, and that's in boxing, too. So we got bare knuckle. It happens all the time in MMA. But I feel like... Naganu and Tyson Fury were switching stances a little bit. Is that just a, a more normal thing? Everybody's doing it. It's just like, yeah, you need to be able to fight on both sides. Or no, am I seeing things that aren't there? Farah with the win over Rawlings. And then our main event. Mike Perry and Eddie Alvarez. This was fun this was fun it was cool i put this together but from the get-go like eddie's eddie's a 55 pounder man and mike has fought at 185 like he's he's not been like giving up a lot of weight at 185 this guy is uh big and used to carrying around extra weight i think that's a i think that's a huge advantage and i think it did play out in this fight that his size was a major component of him winning. I feel Eddie was landing some good, solid, clean punches, but but Mike just walked through them. 
He's just pop, 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 whatever. Throwing punches back. Um, and I think uh, his his punches, when they did land, did do more damage by our, our uh, John Fish knows nothing damage definition, right? Things that changed the way he's fighting. Eyes roll back, knocked down, weak legged. But it was a good fight. It was good. I enjoyed it. And uh, I don't know what happened. I'm guessing it was a cut. I didn't, I didn't hear any extra news. Did you guys hear any extra news on what it was? Um, but it said corner stoppage. Uh, all, all I know is I saw Eddie was kind of shaking his head in the corner when uh, they were trying to get the round started. So I don't know. What, what was it? Eddie's head looked like a cantaloupe with a cut. Hmm. Could, have, could have been the, the cut. I think my eye was the cut. Yeah, you're right, Floodland. So size didn't help Luke, it seemed. Nope, he uh he got hit hard with the Luke. I mean, Luke's one of his big advantages is his legs, his leg kicks. He's able to keep distance, keep range, because he can he can throw that 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 <laughs> that left kick to your head fast or or throw it to your body. So you take that away. It messes with his range, so now he's he's boxing from a closer range than he's used to. I can see how that could mess with him. Oh, is that what happened? Floodland saying Eddie crushes orbital, so he broke an orbital. Yep, those bare knuckle punches land different, guys. That's uh, that's wild. But bare knuckles, they're fun. It's a fun, it's a fun thing. If you haven't started watching, you're missing out. You're missing out. It's really, it's really on you. Ah, now let's uh, let's talk about the UFC, right? You talk about the UFC. That's what we're here for today, right? Alrighty, so UFC fight night. Did you guys watch? What'd you guys think? Um, I did not catch all of the early fights. Where we start at? I started at the the close Solochki fight. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Drakkar. Drakkar Noir close. <laughs> and he had a hellaciously awesome slam knockout. Guys, arm barring him, transitions to the arm bar. And typically you're not supposed to pull up on the arm bar because that's when they start to, to, to extend and rip your arm in half. 
but he was able to keep that grip, not get his arm extended, and he didn't slam him back on his shoulders. He he tilted him in a way to slam him like on his ear, so he landed like this. I wish we could show it, but I get nuked and I wouldn't be able to add share. Um, but it was nice. <clears throat> it was nice. Boom. Knockout. The guy was out instantly. You could see he's just, no one was home. Best cologne. Yep. Dracon Noir in high school. A little bit. Oops. You had to have it. It was it was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal slam by close. Um, he was in a position where he might have lost. He might have, and this is something. This is a learning, a learning example for a lot of you guys. All right. So Joe uh, Selecki, he gets the takedown. Right. He's transitioning to good places, and then. Close turns in a way to give his back. And if uh, Joe would have settled in the top position more and positioned himself to stay on top, maybe uh, smash or connect the knees, even pass, go knee on belly, something um, where he, he maintains his top position instead of rolling under for the hooks, right? Because he went for the hooks and, and Close turned. And then now he's in guard. He lost the whole position. He was he was dominating. He got the takedown. He did the work. He was in a place to start doing some real work and some damage. And he's chasing the back, and that results in him getting reversed. When you get in that position, you need to settle. Settle on top. Let the guy, he has turned hard. Let him turn underneath you and settle on top, right? Because he would have been better off losing that position he had but still being on top and able to go and pass again or go somewhere else than by being greedy and and jumping to the back and throwing trying to get the hooks he ended up i believe losing that fight because he was chasing the back right there if he would have settled on top things probably would have gone a little different for him then he goes and chases the armbar. It's hard to chase techniques nowadays, man. It's you do it on white and blue belts, but after that, it gets hard to go like one, two, three, armbar. We gotta start catching things in transition. Then we go to the middleweight fight. Dun dun dun. This is record setting, a record setting event. Really is. Uh, Zachary Reese fighting Cody Brundridge. And this looked like a pretty good, um, you know, they were selling it pretty good on paper before with all the stats and everything that's going on. Dana White contender series guy. Yeah, let's go. Um, but Brundridge is, um, a beast and, uh, is on top. Reese shoots the, shoots the, was the triangle and he slams, slams his way out of it. Boom. Have have we forgotten? Have we forgotten Quentin Rampage Jackson? Have we forgotten? Has so much time passed? Huh? They don't they don't tell those tales 
in the jujitsu classes today. They don't tell the age-old story of Quentin the Rampage Jackson. How how soon we forget, guys? How soon we forget? Oh, man. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. Then uh, Misha Tate's back. Misha Tate is back. And um, she was all over Julia Avila. Like, fly on shit. She was all over her. Main card. This was um this was good. Uh Soriano and Sophus was a good fight. It was a good fight. Like um back and forth, both guys landing good punches. But um I think Dustin got the upper hand of some of those good shots. Taking advantage, working his way to the submission, round two. It was a good fight. It was exciting. Um, and then, this is sad, lightweight fight. Clay Guida and Joaquin Silva, and poor Clay lost. You know, though, I, whatever. I don't think Joaquin did that much in the fight. I think... I think Clay was pressing him the whole time. I don't think Silva did any real damage. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Maybe I'm just old and sentimental. I really wanted Clay to win again. But whatever. Like, I don't know, man. I thought Clay did pretty damn good in that fight. That better not have been a unanimous decision. I don't know. Maybe I'm just biased. I'm biased for the old guy. But Clay, it's just great watching Clay fight. He gets after it. He gets after it. Moving up the card, <clears throat> Sean Brady and Kevin Gastelson. And, and I mean, man, I don't know if I don't know nothing about Sean Brady. I don't know nothing about. Him. I'm clicking on his thing to see. He's been fighting for a little while, huh? Sean Brady. Uh, he he lost to Bilal Muhammad. Okay, I guess 2022. Beat Chelsea, beat Jake Matthews, 2021, Aguirre, he beat Nerdiev, beat Court McGee. That's right, he's got, he's got some good wins, right? Good wins, beat a lot of guys. He just lost to Bilal. 
This is Gaslism. Gaslism dropped down to 85, right? That's what's going on. I'm not losing my mind. Hmm. But uh, yeah, man, like, I never really saw it. I never really saw it in Gaslism. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I did, I did not watch fights for a little while. And then Gas Sim was a, was a thing, and people were talking about him. When I started coming back and watching him, I never really got it. I never really got it. Um, but Sean Brady, I think, mauled him. You know, beat him on the feet, beat him on the ground, beat him with takedowns, took him down. They just in control until he submits. Am I out of line? Did I miss something? Uh, Division Figueredo in Rob Font. Rob Font hits hard, but I don't know if he does anything else that great. Figueredo did not have a lot of troubles with it, I don't think, even though it went. I kind of was a little bit, I don't know, not into that fight as much. Then we get to Jalen Turner, Bobby Green. Jalen Turner, Bobby Green. And Jalen Turner didn't want this fight. He didn't want this fight. He was forced into this fight. He said so himself. All right, I want to share this. All right, we need to see this. <coughs> oh, excuse me. There. Can you guys see there? Okay. Hopefully, let me know if you can hear this too. Yes. Feeling like I didn't have a choice not to take it. Hold on. I'm going to start over so you hear the whole thing. Want to take it on this short notice? Feeling like I didn't have a choice not to take it. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that second phone call kind of say, you better take it, or what do you mean? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Did you get like a pay bump for this one, or how did the negotiations play out? Uh, they, they, are, they already threw that at me when I said no the first time. So how are we feeling about taking the fight now? If you feel I'm like ready to fight, that's it. You know, I got to do my job. Okay. <laughs> like guys, do you, do people not understand like how it's not cool to force somebody into a fight they don't want to be involved in? It's kind of like, it's kind of messed up. And, and it's illegal. It's illegal. In combat sports, like you're not allowed to like force somebody into a combat sport. It's technically illegal. Like Everybody has to be happy to go do it. We can't wait to go do this. It doesn't sound like that's what's going on here at all. He looks, he's, he's been forced into this scenario. Sometimes you win, it works out for you, but that's not how a uh, a business shouldn't be forced to do certain work. The government can't go up or a person can't go up to a, a plumbing company and be like, you have to do this on this day for this money. You can't say no, otherwise you won't get to work for 18 months 
Yeah, let's listen to the rest. I'm trying to figure out the same damn thing. Because <laughs> I wasn't saying nothing, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, ah, go ahead, let, let somebody else handle it, you know? Um, I think it's just because I'm ranked, you know? They want somebody in the rankings, and, and like, who else is really saying something, you know what I mean? Like, Terrence said something, and I, he's not in the rankings, so they probably didn't want to do that. Um, shoot, I think I heard RDA's name get thrown in there, but he wasn't going to make the weight. Um, Jared Gordon wanted to run it back because of that stop. Jared Gordon, he stepped up too? Oh, dang, they should have made that fight. Why did they throw me in here? You know, they love the black on black crime. That's what it is. They just, you know what I mean? Like, I was trying to say, ah, oh, no, we're from the same area. Like, I, I respect them. And they said, nah, F that. Like, we're going to put this together. What exactly about the fight made you want to? Like, forcing, forcing guys into fights, it's not technically legal. But yeah, it's all about selling the show. We got to sell the show. It's a different, it's a different, it's different if you're making a split of 50% of the proceeds. If you and everybody else are, are on equal par, you got equal take of the kitty with the promoter, <clears throat> then it starts to make sense. But when they don't know, it's like you're taking all this money from me and you're going to force me to do stuff? <laughs> What's up? <clears throat> But the fight itself, right? Uh, Jalen Turner, Bobby Green. Jalen Turner is a beast. He's tall. He's long. Got a big reach. He's strong. He's a big, strong guy. And for a 155-pounder, I feel like he's got good size on most guys at that weight. And he was just way too much. I think way too much for Bobby Green. Bobby Green is also getting up there. Late, later 30s, I think, right? Is he 37? Something like that. I mean, guy's got more than um, 40 fights. Yeah, 47 fights. He's almost at 50 fights. He's been around a while. He's done a lot. So he's taking some damage. Jalen Turner, I like, though, man. His kid's tough. He's, he's a good talent. Main event. Main card of the fight night. Daniil Dariush and Arman Sakurian. I'm a big fan of Dariush. Always fights hard. Always comes. Uh, always comes to people. <clears throat> um, good to fight. He'll fight multi-tier, multi-dimensional from wherever it takes to win the fight. He'll do what he needs to do to win. <clears throat> um, Securian is more newer. I like him too. He fights hard. Uh, and he put a, a tremendous uh, finishing sequence together on Dariush. Uh, was it the double jab, the, 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 um, the straight punch to the clinch, to the, to the knee? And then before the, uh, 
the knee comes down, he like Superman punches it. He throws the knee, and then as he kicks the knee back, he's throwing that punch. And uh, Darius did not see that punch at all. He didn't see it, did not register it until it was already done. It was already over. He was out. And um, that was all she wrote. What a fight. What a fight. First round, one minute. Got done fast. The uh, the Jalen Turner fight, Bobby Green, yeah. I forgot about mentioning the, the end, <laughs> the finish. But I said a few times. I, I forgot for a second um, about it. But I, I talked to my wife. I was watching my kids. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, Bobby Green's died. He died again. He died again. Like, <laughs> they're trying to kill that guy. <laughs> they're trying to kill Bobby Green. Like, they really don't want the older fighters to – to leave the promotion. They're starting to try to kill him now. They're going to cut him soon, and they don't want him to turn around and join the class action lawsuit. So they got to execute him. Oh, my goodness. You will take this fight, Jalen Turner, and you will execute Bobby Green. <laughs> Holy moly. That was savage because he was flopped. He flopped a few times. He was definitely out. <laughs> yep, that's how they do it. Floodland says 2010 leaked email. Well, these are coming not necessarily leaked. They're um, they've been released because they're part of the lawsuit. These are the um, the declassified stuff, part of the lawsuit. They've been released. These are discovery. These are part of the things that we've gotten. Levelland um, says uh, um, UFC was lowballing Nate Diaz if he didn't accept. Joe Silva said would put him on prelims against a really tough guy if he didn't accept. Yes, that's what they would do, and that's a big reason, man. You're not to pick on any individual one, but that's a big reason why I, I don't I tell people like you can't take any of these champions or rate rankings seriously because some of these guys are just the guys who signed the contract. And and they say they sign other guys who aren't that good and are good matchups. They can't pick them right a hundred percent of the times, but they can be pretty damn accurate. They can be right 90% of the time. They can they can tell which matchup is probably going to win most times. So how many guys that like the guys that he could have put Nate Diaz against on the undercard? How many of those guys were given the chance to be stars? Like Joe knows right here. I'm going to give you a really tough guy. I mean, somebody that you just you decided not to promote for some reason, and you're just going to use them as a weapon against people who say no to you. <laughs> like that's that's got to be a red flag, somebody, isn't it, guys? Am I the only one that sees that? Topher, what's up, buddy? He says, "Hello, Jack. Good show." Always a fan. How would you shut down an explosive fighter like Jalen? You got to use a lot of feints. 
somebody who's super fast like that, you're not going to beat them speed for speed. It's not going to happen. Um, you're going to have to use a lot of feints to make him move first. Make him move first and then try to counter his counter movements the best you can. And then I'm going to try to drag him into deep water as much as possible. I want to hang on him. I want to make him work, make him breathe heavy so that that uh, explosiveness, that speed slows down a little bit. We take some of the, we take some of the TNT out of it that way. Yeah, he, he looks tough, man. He looks really tough. Tyler Durden's stupid name says, Armand looks good. I thought I, uh, I thought I was overrating him because he did so well against Islam, but he seems to be legit. Yeah, he seems solid for sure. Yeah, I think I, I, that's why I always have a problem with that, man, because, yeah, Bobby's starting to get a little older, right? Uh, Tyler Zoop Dave says Bobby could have kept his hands up more and quit the styling. He Yeah, he does a lot of this stuff, but I, guys are fast when they're younger. When you start getting in the upper 30s or start getting close to that 35 mark, I said, maybe I've read that wrong. He might be only 33. Um but things slowed down a little bit. So those things that used to do like this, they're not as effective. They're not as quick as they used to be. Kepsa, if you mean piece of work, uh, if you by work you mean giant, huge, smelly piece of shit, then you're right. Kepsa says Joe Silva was a piece of work. <clears throat> That could work too. I'd put him in the fence, knee the belly, take him down, elbow to the belly, elbow to the ribs. <clears throat> Make him feel it. Kepsa says, Turner being a weight bully, you need to work his body. Work his body. His legs, I think, are a little bit skinny too. So you could maybe possibly sharpshoot the legs from outside a little bit before you set up going inside and uh, going hands-on. All right, so let's look at this too. <laughs> Those are the fights. Those are the fights. Now let's look at this shit because no one else talks about the shit, so let's talk about the shit. Look at these. Look at these guys. All right, here we go. That is fight week. This is a rhythm, a rhythm sports agency. This is them. Uh, this is their fighters for fight week. One, two, three, four, five, six, six fighters. There were six fighters out of 11, right? I believe that's correct. Six fighters out of 11 fights were from one management company, one management company, the management company whose owner is really good friends with the matchmaker. The matchmaker is the guy who puts the fights together. 
he's the guy saying, hmm, you know what we need on this card? We need this guy and this guy to fight. Right? And then there are rumors on the interwebs about them being like some kind of swingers. <laughs> so the the management company is like hanging out with the matchmaker and they're like passing their wives and girlfriends and stuff around. And then the guys from that agency are going to get more fights. They're getting looked after more. But then how much are those athletes getting fucked over? Because the company doesn't want somebody who's like actually standing up and fighting for the most amount of money for the people. So if they like, if they like your management, if they're going to swinger parties with your management, you think they're taking care of you? Are you getting fucked? <laughs> You're getting fucked. <laughs> I think it's happening. Oh my goodness. But yeah, man, that's that's wild. That's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. I am a uh, I'm a big believer in the fact that I think that managers should be limited to how many athletes that they can manage. Because I don't think it's possible for you to have a fiduciary responsibility for that many people at the same time. If you're negotiating, if you're seriously negotiating a deal with two fighters that you represent against each other, how is that possible? Like, how are you going to honestly negotiate a split of the percentage like that? I don't know, man. Floodland, what's up? Says Super Chat at the Super Chat. Thank you very much. So what do you think of PFL acquiring Bellator? We did a whole show last week, Floodland. A whole show. We did over an hour just to that. Just to that. I think it's bad that there are less promoters bidding on fighters. I think it's a bad thing. And I think it's silly to call them the number two promotion in the world like let's talk about profitable promoters how many promoters are profitable if you're not profitable i don't think you make the list of top promoters and then i don't i don't see any of these people displaying their viewership what's their viewership how many pay-per-views can they sell how many broadcasts do they have people watching how many events do they sell out let's talk about those numbers i don't think you got them Pat Yo says, Monopoly organizations can't be good for the so-called independent contractors. Hope your loss that lawsuit does work, John. Yes, I'm very hopeful. <laughs> so, what? What's the? Are there links? Are there any links on the Ian Gary stuff, guys? As I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little out of date on it. Can you guys feel me on it? I have, a, I'm gonna do uh, a show tomorrow, a podcast tomorrow, with Mike Davis and the and the McDojo guy, and we're gonna talk about that as one of the topics. So I don't know. 
a lot about it. Other than she's older, she's like 40, and he's um, 20, in his early 20s, 24, 26, something like that. And uh, she wrote some kind of book, but I'm not sure. It's about footballer wives and girlfriends. So she wrote a book about being a gold digger. And then she got a younger guy who's a fighter. But but if she thinks she's gold digging him, she's not very smart. She's not a she's not a she's not very smart. If you're if you're a gold digger and you're trying to gold dig a fighter, <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> What are you gonna? What are you gonna take half of my CTE? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Oh, I've seen a couple things that Strickland's written about, but I don't know. Be specific, though. Okay, so Tyler and Super Name says uh, he's kind of a cuck, but I don't actually care other than he's a bit of a douche. Like actual name, literal things. What actual thing was was done or said? Not oh, I heard he was this kind of person. No, it's like did he film his wife getting banged by somebody? I heard that uh, her ex lives in the same house as them. That's pretty. That's pretty weird. That is weird. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't do that. I don't think that's normal or healthy at all. I think it's probably bad. So what? I think Gary took his ex-wife's husband's last name. He lives in their house. So Gary is actually her last name or her ex-husband's last name? And does she does she not go by her husband's ex-husband's last name? She goes by her maiden name. Is it something weird like that? That's kind of. I need. I need. I need links. Give me a link to some hardcore stuff. He took dude's married name Machado. Oh, it's her last name. Okay, so there's some discrepancy. Some people think it's her ex-husband's last name that he took. Some people think it's hers. Either way, that's pretty... I don't, yeah. Let's cut your wiener off. Let's cut your wiener off. Identify his Harry Styles and wear a dress everywhere. Because you are the nicest guy. You get the trophy. <laughs> it's weird. Baby says. So he had a he had a baby with an old lady. I get that thing. Um I get that thing tested. Tested. What do you do? The uh, paternity test. Get it tested. <laughs> I paternity test that thing, just in case. Just in case. You never know. 
I think it would be better. Yeah, maybe that could be some one of those things. Maybe that's a thing. Todd there's a stupid name it says maybe they're in a weird bisexual thruple thing. Yeah, he, he likes to take it as much as he likes to give it. Topher weighing in says, here's my take on the Gary thing. The psychological issues at work with a 25-year-old marrying a 40-year-old woman with kids is too much for my mind to deal. Yeah, she has kids prior, so she had kids already, and then, so he knocks up an old lady. It's just wild, man, because, you know, maybe uh, he's not even peaked. He's not even peaked as a man yet, you know? Like, what's he going to do with his life in the next 10 years? Why? Why hang up? Why hang up that part? I don't know. Oh man, Professor Three Bear says she's looking for a Conor McGregor look like. Oh, she had Alpha Widowed by McGregor. Maybe he was one of the. She was one of his assault victims. Yeah, I heard about that in DMs. All in the DMs. It's gonna be a some. It's gonna be a, a thing someday. Investigators, private investigators, are gonna look up and find who your um, romantic interest has been DMing. There'll be a permanent footprint. You got a permanent footprint. Of your DM history. Dun dun dun. Todd just a stupid name says, Maybe I had his oil check too many times. Oh my goodness. Holy moly. Oh, man, guys. Are we doomed? What's the next? What's the next? We have another Fight Night Song Gutierrez, December 9th, next weekend. Song Yadong, Chris Gutierrez, Anthony Smith, Khalil Roundtree. <coughs> Sue Majorji, Alan Nascimento. Chris Muniz. Okay, so we got some fights. <coughs> Keenan, Josette, Sierra Hernandez. Uh, yeah, there's some there's some fights in the main card that are interesting. I guess. I don't know. I don't know if. I don't know what's the point. Anthony Smith, Roundtree. Why? I guess they're trying to. Have Roundtree beat a name or something? I don't know, sure, man. 
Colby and Leon coming up too. They're gonna make Colby a champ, huh? Make him a champ. Even though there are guys that could smash him. It's probably because he signed the contract they wanted him to. They took the fight they wanted him to. I wish this was just a sport, guys. I wish it was a sport. I wish your rank, your wins were the only thing that propelled you towards the title. I'm not I'm not plugged in enough. I'm not plugged in enough, Pat. There's one guy at AKA Mohammed. Alakar Mo Alak on Instagram and uh he's a stud 170 pounder. He's got some some judo, some decent grappling, good stand up. He's from Kuwait. It's tough. A lot of people sell their soul, man. You don't have to. You don't have to. You can find another way. You don't have to sell your soul. You really don't. Yeah, he'll learn sooner or later. <laughs> Professor Three Bear says, "Ha ha, she's teaching I in the ropes." He's getting. He's getting a. Um, he's getting a lesson. That's for sure. He's getting a lesson. How well will he learn it? How quickly will he learn it? Will he recover from it? We may see him get zeroed out. But that's uh, that's weird, man. It's weird. You're the prize, gentlemen. You're the prize. Do the work. Lift yourself up. And be the prize. It's all right. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. That was a fun show. Make sure you guys are going uh, to the links below. I got programs on Gumroad. Get yourself fit. Hey, I get it, man. This is the time of year we get fat. <laughs> we get fat. It starts with Halloween. We're, we're going, and uh, we hit that little bump. There's a little, there's a little raised piece of concrete on the sidewalk. We hit it because that's the candy. Oh, now we now our steps are speeding up, and we get to Thanksgiving. And oh man, bump! There's another, there's another bump. <laughs> and then we're we're stumbling full force into Christmas and New Year's, and uh, the pounds keep coming. You keep eating the cakes. I know it. I'm doing it. You're doing it. The chocolates, the candies, candy canes, mm, hot cocos. And uh, we get fat. We don't want to be fat. We don't want to say jacked. So it's important for us to get into our routines, our workout routines. We got to do it because you know the, the snacks are coming. They're coming. They never not come. 
this time of year. And life's there to enjoy. So get in your workout routines now. Start working out. Try my stuff. Try my programs. I got stuff for you. You can become an online student to my Fit Smash program also. I can help you out with your other technological um, desires with violence. I can help, guys. But uh, I'll check you guys later. Make sure I got the program to help, guys. Make sure you're checking them out. All right? Get yourself. And sign up for the newsletter. Johnfish.net. Sign up for the newsletter. We may have some Christmas dealios coming your way also. So you can get a discount and be jacked. The ladies will love you. All right. Thanks for watching, guys. I'll check y'all later.